Hello and welcome to the Angelist India Radio. Through these conversations, we're taking you inside the minds of great investors, experienced founders and talented experts. Angelist India pioneered new concepts in startup fundraising and investing for India. You can find out more about us on angel.co/india. Let's dive in. I'm excited to have Akrit Vaish on the show. Akrit is the founder of Haptic, which was acquired by Reliance Geo last year, and he's also a prolific angel investor. Akrit, welcome to the show. Thanks, thanks so much, Shiva, for having me. Uh, excited to be here. Akrit, let's start by unpacking your personal story, and then we'll dive into why angel investing. What drew you into angel investing? um yeah personal story uh, i grew up uh, i grew up in mumbai or bombay as we as we local uh, localites like to call it uh, and uh, um after um, after finishing uh, my high school and 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 12th uh, i decided to go to the us uh, to do my engineering uh, undergraduate um and uh, i ended up at a at a college uh, which was uh, fairly uh, popular for uh, technology startups in the us uh, uh, you know netscape uh, youtube uh, paypal mafia a lot of those were born out of our our university uh, university of illinois urbana champaign so that's what first attracted me to technology startups entrepreneurship uh, i felt it would be an interesting thing to continue exploring um, and then uh, my first job was a corporate job but uh, because of so some of this background i decided to move to san francisco uh, for that corporate job and you know once you're in once you're in san francisco and once you're in uh, the bay area then uh, uh, you know you just get attracted to to all of this right so um, got super excited about uh, tech and mobile apps uh, just from people around and friends around and then eventually uh, ended up uh, uh, working um, at a startup um in in San Francisco uh, uh, it was called Flurry uh, it essentially built uh, uh, tools for mobile developers to better manage their apps uh, the company was amazing experience as you can imagine i was employee number 20 and by the time i left we were 200 people um and then eventually when i was thinking about my own startup idea uh, um one of the things was instead of uh, uh, one of the things always at that time and and uh, was building for india or building from india uh, if nothing else uh, and that's when um, uh, you know i my move back uh, to india mm-hmm. uh, and uh, kind of uh, uh, initially moved back with flurry to set up you know kind of their operations but that was more to kind of land a little bit learn the learn the way things happen uh, and then yeah eventually one thing led to the other and uh, and started haptic Haptic is now a seven-year-old company, uh, 220 people globally, um, and uh, you know the company is uh, split into uh, three phases uh, so far. Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. three lives, <laughs> if you want to call it. Uh, but uh, uh, the first phase was pretty much for the first uh, four years of the company, uh, where we were, for those who've been familiar, we were actually building a direct-to-consumer. mobile app uh, which was completely different from anything we do today 
um, that was that was for four years, 2013 to 17. Then we pivoted uh, to becoming a B2B SaaS company that provides tools and software for enterprise customers. Uh, so that was phase two uh, from 2017 mm-hmm. till 2019. Um, um, fortunately, we made the decision at the right time because the earlier business wasn't really going anywhere. Um, and then the phase three uh, has been since Reliance acquired us uh, last year, um, where we very much been a B2B enterprise software company, and but with very high ambitions of wanting to uh, expand globally, uh, build a lot of product, uh, and really get into a serious sort of growth mode uh, as far as SaaS company goes. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about uh, the personal uh, uh, trajectory and journey so far. Angel investing, um, you know, I think that's the case with most people. Uh, it just happens. I don't think mm-hmm. any person grows up to say ki one day I will be an angel investor or, or uh, yeah. you know, that's my ambition to be. I think it ends up, uh, uh, you, you end up running into it always as a side gig. Uh, for me, my first uh, twist with it was actually in a, uh, uh, 2012, uh, when I would initially moved back to India. And, you know, at that time, I think a lot of us were introduced uh, to angel investing, you know, in, in all due credit, uh, by uh, an accelerator at the time called Morpheus. Uh, Morpheus was uh, uh, trying to be similar to Y Combinator uh, for India. And they did a very, they did a great job with the initial stages uh, uh, of the India sort of startup ecosystem development. This is all from 2008 and 9 till about 13 and 14. Um, they were very active. Uh, they were they, they built a really great community of founders. Uh, so I met I met uh, Samir at the time who ran Morpheus, and then he told me about how they you know they have this accelerator. They have like 20 30 companies uh, coming out of sort of every uh, uh, every batch, and how you know these companies are very early, and you know angel investing is something I should look at. Um, and that's it. You know, I felt, oh, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I would love to work with some early stage companies, help them out. <clears throat> and that's where it all started. Obviously, right now, right now it feels like a lifetime ago uh, because uh, <laughs> uh, things have changed so much, uh, uh, so much in uh, <clears throat> these eight years since I wrote my first check. Um, um, yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Uh, so when you first started angel investing, you know, besides the deal flow from the accelerator, how did you build the deal flow? Uh, how do you source deals now? Uh, yeah, again, very different from how it's, it was it happened back then to how it happens now, right? Um, for the first, see, for the first four, three, four years uh, or four, five years, honestly, uh, the in, in investing was very opportunistic. Um, yeah. You know, it was more down to just I wasn't looking to invest as like a mandate or I wasn't looking to invest as something that, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, I need to be doing. It was more as, to do with as uh, people were referencing founders, as the accelerator was sending some, um, they were ref- referencing other people. It was just happening through that. Um, and, um, 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 you know, um, also, uh, obviously, uh, not that I have too much now, but uh, at that time, there was also not as much money, right? Uh, it was early days, mm-hmm. and, you know, you have to obviously uh, measure it very carefully. Uh, so, yeah, I ended up uh, five years doing only about 12, 13 deals uh, initially, 10, 12, not even, not even that much. 
And then in the last two years, I've done about 15, 17, you know, where the activities really ramped up. Um, mm-hmm. First half was deal sourcing was, there was no deal sourcing. It was all opportunistic where people would just introduce me to their friends, family, founders, others. And whenever I made sense, I would participate with a small check. The last few years, the last couple of years, uh, it's been a little bit more organized because the volume has gone up and um, and I have more capital to be able to deploy now. Uh, even now, 75% of deal flow is all through references. Um, references include um, founder friends, um, fellow angels, uh, VC funds in some case when they think it's a bit... Uh, um, uh, too early for them. VC funds in some case when they want us or want me to come in uh, to the round that they are leading because they think I can add some value. Uh, yeah. I, I would correct that. Not 75%, 90%. 9 out of 10 deals come completely inbound reference through one of these sources. And 1 out of 10 is uh, I find a product or find, find a company that I find exciting and I just go reach out to them you know, on LinkedIn, on Twitter. So now you've evolved as an angel investor. <clears throat> you've been actively angel investing. People are reaching out to you. The the brand you've built, uh, you know, by by founding Haptic, getting that acquisition, uh, or getting getting acquired. Let's. Uh, you, I think you've done over thirty companies. Uh, would love to hear from you. Uh, you know the story behind your investment in Unacademy, which is you know, recently uh, valued at $2 billion? Yeah, so uh, great question about uh, uh, about that. Uh, uh, it's it's a really a fun and uh, interesting story how I finally ended up investing in an academy. Uh, so Gaurav and I, uh, uh, we founded a company back in uh, 2012, his first company, which was, uh, uh, which was called Flat Chat. Um, and I was more like a more like a more like an uh, investor in the company, and then also kind of helped him out a little bit in the operations. Uh, I was his first ever uh, angel investor in life in his first ever company, and I was the only single check in that company, Flat Chat, um, at that time. Uh, and the idea was that you know we'll build this company together and then take it to Series A or something. Um, that company got acquired by Common Floor. Uh, so Gaurav and team, and by the way, Himesh was also a part of that team. Gaurav recruited Himesh from somewhere and uh, uh, Gaurav, Himesh and I, you know, we used to at that time, um, you know, sort of work to work together. Uh, and then they got acquired by Common Floor and that was a good exit um, for uh, uh, for, my, for me as, as an angel investor for one of the first few exits. Um, and mm-hmm. then uh, they moved to Bangalore. They started uh, working with Common Floor. And then eventually, uh, you know, uh, they thought of this idea of an academy uh, and they started uh, working on it in parallel and then thought about how they're going to scale it. I'm not sure what the funniest story is that, uh, um, you know, when um, when Gaurav was raising the angel round for an academy, uh, obviously he was talking to everybody, all his, all the popular investors, uh, but but also for because we, we were friends and because of our past, you know, I was one of his first calls to say that, hey, look, you absolutely have to put in money. I mean, it's not even a question, uh, right, that uh, you're not going to participate. Uh, but it was, there were two factors and, and the two of both of us talk about this often, that why I did not end up investing in the angel round of our academy. 
Uh, one was, uh, you know, haptic at the time was uh, going through a bit of a low phase. Um, and I didn't feel confident that I had um, uh, I had uh, the muscle to invest in outside companies. So I stopped investing for some time. And second is, uh, you know, in India, at least uh, you have this, uh, you have this saying, uh, which is, uh, you know, dhar ki murgi dal barabar, where uh, basically the meaning of that is that uh, sometimes uh, the people who are closest to you and live in your home, you don't realize their worth because you see them so upfront and, and, and you see them uh, um, uh, sort of all the time. So that was a classic case with Gaurav. When Gaurav was putting his angels down together, he used to live at my house in Bombay, both Gaurav and Roman. Uh, they've stayed many, many nights together uh, over here. Uh, we used to discuss strategy for an academy and we used to, you know, he used to tell me all the things that they were doing. But I didn't invest. You know, I didn't invest in the angel round. Um, so they ended up raising the angel round from all marquee angel investors. Um, then after that, they, you know, went about raising series uh, Series A from Nexus. Then after that, Sequoia came in. And, you know, one thing led to the other and suddenly the, you know, suddenly the company is, uh, you know, a $50 million company, right, valuation-wise. Um, and, uh, I, and I was obviously still spending time. I was, Gaurav and I was, have always been good friends. So I was obviously talking to him all the time and, um, and uh, learning about amazing work that they're doing. And I was like, oh my God, I missed out. I mean, how did this even happen? Um, and then, um, you know, one thing led to the other and they raised one more round uh, and that took them a hundred million dollar valuation plus. And then something fascinating happened where, um, you know, after the Reliance acquisition, uh, Gaurav was raising his his next town, um, which was a, uh, the $50 million series D, where Steadview came in. Um, and right now it seems like many years back because the company has, you know, progressed so, so far ahead. But this was only about a year and a half back. Um, and, you know, he he was, he was, he passed Bombay and he showed me the deck about, you know, how he's trying to put the round together. And whatever, we just chatted. And then a, a week, a few weeks, a couple of weeks later, he called me and he's like, look, uh, you missed out, uh, you know, uh, all this while. Um, you know, uh, there's this round happening where Steadview is coming in, $50 million round. Obviously, there's no room for any angel investors. Uh, this is only an institutional round. Uh, but now that you have capital and you are thinking about deploying money, why don't you come in now? Uh, you know, uh, you've anyways, I would love to have you. You've anyways, we've been friends. And it almost mm-hmm. seemed like, and you know, <laughs> this is Gaurav's style, and it, it it's right. It almost seemed like he was he was doing a favor to me. Uh, that uh, uh, <laughs> that away, yeah, yeah. That it, it got away. And look, you, I don't want you to regret it when I become a unicorn tomorrow. Uh, so uh, I said, okay, look, this is uh, <laughs> this is an interesting uh, opportunity. And um, um, and and firstly, you know, obviously, thank you so much for uh, giving me the chance. And I hope uh, 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 I hope I can add some value. But anyway, it was. I, I I I went away, and uh, uh, I thought about it. And and the thing was that look, because it was a late stage town, it was also a very big check. Right? It wasn't a twenty, mm-hmm. thirty, fifty, hundred thousand dollars. It would you know obviously Gaurav's stake was, which is fair, right? That look, if you want to participate, do come in with something that's uh, that's meaty. Um, um, so you know, I, I never written a check like that uh, personally. So I had to come back and think about it. You know, this is one of those that involves a discussion with your wife. 
uh, that okay, look, you know, doing doing something like this. And then um, I again said, no, no, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not going to do it because uh, it's too much. It, you know, the classic uh, investor fallacy, right? It's too late. It's too much. Now I don't see value. But but and this is the, this is the story. It finally ends. Uh, uh, I ended up uh, going for uh, a breakfast and meeting uh, another fellow founder angel investor. I won't name him today because, you know, I don't want to give him, uh, I don't want him to ask uh, reference and fees or commission <laughs> on this. But <laughs> I ended up meeting him, uh, meeting him for breakfast. He is an, he was an existing investor in Nine Academy. And I was, you know, we were just chatting and I was telling him, hey, you know what, uh, you, congrats, by the way, on Academy raising another big round. And, you know, Gaurav and I have been chatting and, oh, you know, he mentioned that I should do this. And he was like, I think you absolutely should. Uh, you're overthinking this. This company at least becomes four or five times from here. Uh, you're not going to get those types of returns in uh, any other investment that you make anywhere. Um, absolute, in absolute value. Um, so you should absolutely do it. Yeah. And then I... Uh, I remember uh, walking away and sitting in the car, driving, and I called Gaurav and I was like, look, I'm overthinking this. Uh, I don't want to, uh, you know, this is the best way to deploy capital gain through the exit. And I don't want to, uh, I, I don't want to, again, miss out. And also, more importantly, I believe that, you know, you're, you're, you're on to something that I want to be a part of. Yeah. And that's how. Man, that's, man, that's that's quite a story there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, always, we always joke about it that uh, <laughs> it's it's the two most epic decisions I've made in my investing career. One, which was the worst decision ever, which was to not invest in an academy in the angel stage when they were staying in my house and literally pitching to investors sitting on uh, you know uh, my my dining table. And the second most epic decision, which was, uh, you know, coming at a round that the company was being valued at 225 million uh, with the hope that, uh, okay, look, this will become, you know, a unicorn plus plus, um, you know, such is life. <laughs> well, uh, Akrit, what's the best part about your job? My day job or my investing job? Uh, we'll talk about investing for this one. So, see, investing for me is not... Uh, uh, um, uh, it is not, uh, uh, I don't like to think of it as a job, but a side business, uh, because, uh, you know, I have a full-time job that is, is, keeps me more than entertained. Um, yeah. you know, in terms of uh, investing, the most fun aspect is that you get to speak and learn, you get to speak to amazing founders and learn about businesses that you're absolutely going to have no idea about otherwise, right? Uh, like if you're, for me, if I'm working in B2B SaaS, uh, I get to speak to founders who are building consumer internet companies, who are building SaaS companies, who are building hardware companies. Uh, you know, it's the, it's the best implicit form of learning about learning. business, what's going on in the market, what products are working, what business models are working, um, you know, it beats, for me, it beats any other uh, book that you can read. It beats any other show that you can watch. It's just it's just the most amazing form of uh, being able to learn about what's going on. Yeah. And uh, what's the hardest part about angel investing? Yeah, no, great question. Um, I think the hardest part about angel investing 
which I think I'm doing a little better now is to treat it as a side profession. Uh, you know, initially it was more like buying an option into some companies and seeing where it goes uh, and almost doing it like a hobby. You can't do that, right? You have to, you have to do it. Even if you're doing it part-time, it has to be dedicated, allocated time. You have to spend towards it and do the analysis. Um, um, and um, yeah, I mean, outside of that, uh, outside of that, one of the things that I disagree with a lot of investors is, angel investors is, 50% of it is a gut call. You know, as much as analysis you want to do and as much as you want to analyze the TAM and the market and, and sort of where, you know, who are the competitors and why the unit economics don't work, it's, it, that was a way too early uh, when you're coming in at the angel stage. So, um, and that is always hard to predict, right? So that's what makes yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So people know you because of Haptech and as an angel investor. What do your friends know you for? None of that. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I have a very different. Uh, I have a very different uh, uh, personal life, uh, and I've kept it like that by design. Where uh, uh, friends, my friends, are very different from people who I work with. I have zero. Except for a couple of people here and there, I have zero best of best friends or close friends who are from the tech industry. They're all from very different part of life. Different. Um, yeah, I think they just they know me as somebody who is, uh, uh, yeah, who's 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 who's, who's, who's social, outgoing, somebody who uh, enjoys letting his hair down uh, uh, when the time comes, enjoys traveling. Um, you know, sort of uh, 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 loves being loves being outdoors at, uh, or, or at a party for that matter. Um, mm -hmm. And just somebody who is, uh, you know, doing something in the uh, tech world and is uh, somewhat doing okay. Great. <laughs> 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 to, to this note, uh, this is this was great. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. No, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Shiva.